1: Mystery Theater Come in Welcome I'm E.G. Marshall Practitioner of the seventh oldest profession Storyteller Spinner of tales, weaver of dreams, especially those that are dark and foreboding. An ancient poet wrote, forgetfulness, sweet and blessed forgetfulness, is the most precious gift of the immortal gods. For the innocent to forget, and for the guilty to be forgotten, is to receive, finally, the benediction of amnesia, the sweetest spirit of all. For amnesia sits patiently beside the never-ending stream of time, bestowing her largesse on the innocent and the guilty alike. Jerry?
2: Jerry? Eric, what's wrong? Uh, I'm in trouble. Why, what kind of trouble? I'm scared. I'm scared stiff. Uh, now, now, whatever it is, kid, I'll stand by you. Now, what did you do? I killed a man. How you... oh, all right, kid. Now, now who was it? A man named Jamie Parsons. Who? They said his name is Jamie Parsons. Oh, Eric. Now, how, how could you kill Jamie Parsons? I did. I did. I shot him ten minutes ago. No, kid, you didn't. Now, how could you? Jamie Parsons has been dead for 50 years. Our
1: mystery drama, A Bride for Death, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Tony Roberts. We are still a young and boisterous country filled with optimism and high spirits. At least we like to think we are. And we endorse positive thinking. We're convinced that the pot of gold lies at the end of the rainbow and that sterling silver lines every cloud. And so our language has no word to match one that is so familiar to the Germans. Weltschmerz which means a melancholy weariness with the futility of life. Which is not to say that we don't encounter it here and there. We do. But it's not really what you could consider a mainstream affliction.
2: Well, good morning, Martha.
3: Oh, I'm just taking your pancakes off the griddle.
2: <laughs> well, that's life. You know what life is? Timing. Now, you be there at that exact split second. Now, that's and...
3: enough, Jerry. Two philosophers in this house at one time is more than I can put up with.
2: Uh, well, is Shakespeare down yet? And don't call him Shakespeare. Well, why not? He's a poet, ain't
3: he? Oh, here. Feed your face and give us a rest. <laughs>
2: okay, okay. Uh, uh, you tell me now. Here's a boy, 25 years old. He's been to college. Means he's got brains. He's good looking. Means he's got no problem with women. Jerry, hmm? I'm worried about Eric. Worried? <laughs> crying out loud. What's his problem? Uh, I don't know. Well, it doesn't help that he can come running to his big sister any time he needs it. It's just
3: that, I don't know, he feels rejected.
2: Rejected?
3: Why, that boy is is welcome wherever he goes. No, Jerry. He's actually being rejected by the editors. He sends his poetry into a magazine and... Back it comes with a rejection slip.
2: Well, I, uh... I read some of those poems and, well, I couldn't make head or tail out. Oh,
3: what do you know?
2: Well, I know what I like. You know what he ought to do? He should get a job.
3: He's trying to find himself.
2: Oh, I
3: pass. Good morning. Oh, Eric, you're just in time for breakfast. I only want some coffee. Well,
2: you can tell that this is a city, boy.
3: Eric, you really ought to have a good breakfast. Sugar and... Fresh
2: cream, Eric? I'll take it black. I, I've got this headache. Oh.
3: Look,
2: you better see a doctor. No, oh, no, no. He doesn't need a doctor. He needs to have a good time. A raise a little hell. Hey, why don't you come with us, Eric? Get into the dance at the Grange Hall tonight. Put your arm around a pretty girl. The whole world is different. <laughs> I wish the whole world could be different. Eric. Right, right, uh, you just can't get serious at this hour in the morning. He's <laughs> uh, going out for a ride. Saddle up Duke or Admiral and you just... Look at that sky and you just breathe that air and enjoy that sun. And uh, you know how you feel? I remember that poem you once recited when you were a kid. And you'll say it again. God's in his heaven and all's right with the world. I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high or. Whoa, 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 do. Hold it. Hold it, boy. I can't be. It can't be. It's a mirage. (laughs) Stay here, Duke, plenty of nice grass. Have your lunch. I have to find out about this. It's incredible. Out here? This type of architecture? Out here?
4: Jamie? Jamie, darling, I knew you'd come... Oh. Uh, oh.
2: I'm sorry, I'm not Jamie.
4: Oh, I see. I... I've been waiting for Jamie to come back from the war. The war? Yes, the war. And now I know, now I know who you are.
2: Well, uh, who am I? You
4: are... You are Jamie's best friend, his Buddy in the fighting. Jamie fell and he died in your arms and with his dying breath, he made you swear to come and tell me I'm the only one he ever loved. But... After uh, I finish crying for Jamie, you and I will fall in love.
2: Uh, I, I almost wish that were true, but uh, that's not what happened. I was just riding by and I was struck by the look of the house. Were you? It's fantastic. This ornate late Victorian architecture is so perfectly preserved. Do you like it?
4: It's it's fascinating. It's, well, I think it's just too much gingerbread. <laughs> Granddad built it. I, I've never seen you around here.
2: I'm visiting. Uh, Jerry Caraway's my brother-in-law.
4: You can't mean Jerry. You mean Oscar. No. Oscar Caraway owns the farm over on Stilwell Creek.
2: I think that's what they call it.
4: Well, that's Oscar. Jerry can't be anybody's brother-in-law. He's hardly a year old.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, I suppose we're talking about two different people.
4: Now, if you're kin to the Caraways, I am going to invite you to come inside and have a nice cool glass of lemonade.
2: Well, uh, thank you.
4: Come on into the parlor and we'll sit. I don't know what is the matter with me. My name is Julia Sanford,
2: And I'm Eric Mills. I can't get over this. What? The um, way this place is furnished and that phonograph.
4: Oh, yes. Everything is the latest from all the way over to Omaha.
2: Everything is so authentic. (laughs) And I think the telephone is a great final touch.
4: Well, it's just an ordinary old telephone.
2: Old is right. Well, that's practically an antique. They used to have those uh, about the 1920s. I've seen them in the movies.
4: Do you like movies? Well, well some of them. What's your favorite?
2: Well, um, I have my own taste. I, I mean, my favorite movie happens to be, uh, don't laugh, Birth of a Nation. at <laughs> a retrospective in the museum.
4: We saw that in town at the Bijou.
2: Do you have a theater that shows old pictures?
4: Old pictures, new pictures, any kind.
2: Uh, Everything here is is so, uh... (laughs) So what? (laughs) Well, that one word, it just covers everything. Authentic. Even your dress.
4: Oh, this just a silly old...
2: You know, nowadays there's no style, no set style. Girls dress any which way, but yours is
4: definitely 1920-ish. Well, I should hope so. Dad's taking me shopping to Omaha as soon as I get back from Washington. Oh, do you like Politics.
2: No. No, definitely not.
4: Oh, don't you ever say that in front of Dad. I told you Dad's in Washington visiting with President Wilson. And he...
2: <laughs> but Wilson isn't the president.
4: Oh, that's right, he isn't. <laughs> I can't get used to the idea of that new one, Mr. Hardin. Mr. Warren Gamaliel Hardin. <laughs> There's a mouthful for you. <laughs> but, uh, Dad was against him at the convention.
2: The way you talk, I almost believe you.
4: Why, you can read it in the newspapers. Dad is an important man. He's going to run for governor. You just ask Mr. Calloway if that's not so.
2: No, no, no. What I mean is... Oh, I hope it
4: didn't sound like bragging on my part. Everything is so... You don't believe... You don't believe a word I say. All right, now here. Now just read it for yourself in yesterday's paper. Now what does that headline say?
2: This is the... Rocky Mountain Advocate and Messenger, July 18th, 1921. Even the newspaper? It's so carefully preserved.
4: <laughs> preserved? Why would anyone want to preserve a copy of the silly old ad mess? You'd always get a fresh one the next day.
2: Oh, if, if only this period had never passed away.
4: You know, I don't understand half the things you say, but I love to listen. <laughs>
2: Do you suppose that I could call on you again? Oh, well, I... I understand there's a... There's a dance at the Grange Hall. How would you like to go? I'd love it. Great. I'll pick you up
4: and... Oh, no, I... I better not.
2: Why? Jamie. Jamie?
4: We... We're engaged and it wouldn't be right for me to go to a dance with another man.
2: But... Jamie's been missing in action, you say,
4: and Yes, and everybody says he's dead. I'm sorry. And if I went to a dance with someone else, it would be my way of saying to the world that that I thought he was dead too, and I don't want to say that. I just don't want to say that. Julie,
2: I don't think people would say that.
4: You better not stay here any longer. Julia, uh, if I said anything. Please go. I must ask you to leave. But Julia. Please!
3: Supper in
0: a half hour, Jerry. Mmm,
2: that smells great. Now, whatever do you put in your stew? <laughs> Cooking is my business. <laughs> I have to hand it to you, Martha. It's a miracle business. Now, evidently, it's done wonders for Eric. He's chopping wood, he's humming a tune. Eric? Yeah, as happy as a jaybird.
3: Oh, what's got into him?
2: You're cooking. Now, what else? Oh. Hello, folks. How's our happy little homestead? Oh, Eric, darling, are, are you all right? No, I'm not all right. I'm magnificent, spectacular. <laughs> what's gotten into you? <laughs> the French say, Chercy she femme." Oh, you be <laughs> quiet. Oh, he's right. <laughs> Oh, well, who is she? Well, there may be one or two little complications there, but nothing I can't handle. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> tell you what? Tell me you had a museum here. Museum? out oh, there ain't no it's museum. It's a wild place, and it's a gem. It's authentic to the tiniest detail. Eric, please tell us what you're talking about. It's dedicated to the 1920s. What is? This museum. Oh, but there isn't any museum. Yes, right? yes, there is. Uh, uh, where? Oh, come on now. Quit pretending. She works there. I suppose she's the curator. Who? Her name is Julia. Julia? Oh, you'd know who she is, Jerry, because she has to be the prettiest girl in town. Eric, this uh, museum, just just tell us where it is. Got it's down the road from here. It can't be more than two miles. It has the most beautiful garden and lawn... The house is a perfect example of Lake Victorian. I think it's called the Sanford House. It's the most beautifully kept... What are you looking at me like that for?
3: Eric, the Sanford House is is an old ruin. It's falling apart. But I was... uh... And it's so overgrown that if you didn't know it was there, you you couldn't even see it from the road. No, I was just
2: inside, and it, it was... Eric... Are you sure that you I was I was inside the most beautiful no, 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 you think you'd better see a doctor Erica but I was Eric uh,
3: do you want us to ride back there with you and, and prove it?
2: Are you saying that the girl the house that the was all a dream but I wasn't dreaming I know I wasn't dreaming. <laughs> And he wasn't,
1: because we were there too. Unless it's possible that we were dreaming also. Well, every young man should have a wonderful girl of his dreams. And it's just fine, if that's where she stays. It's when she materializes that you can run into a problem. I shall materialize again shortly with Act Two. What happens to the past? Or put it this way, what is the past? Is it a record or an impression? Does it exist only as a rapidly receding and fading memory? Or does it maintain a solidity and a substance? Who has not remarked at least once, where has the time gone? does this mean we really believe that time goes somewhere if so where eric mills is convinced he has found the answer
2: i know i wasn't dreaming maybe you were
3: eric everything was so real all this is coming out of your head it's
2: your fantasy but everything was so i keep saying the word authentic he even knew your father's name, Jerry, Oscar. Well, it's like Martha says, Eric. Now, this is what you know, and I it... never knew your father's name was Oscar. Of course you did. Not consciously, perhaps, but I can swear I saw... Yeah, the... yeah, Eric, yeah. Now, now, you did see it. Now, you wanted to see it. You know what I mean? I mean, for some reason, you... You got a notion that life was better in the 20s. Wait a minute. Wait.
3: 1920. Remember, Eric? Do you remember?
2: Remember what?
3: The Bartlesby Tavern and Inn. No, no. Oh, you do, you do. Up in Connecticut. Mom and Dad took us there every summer. What what does this have to... There was that poem printed on the wall. What poem? About the year 1920. The year the tavern was built. Uh, I don't remember anything about it. Oh, sure. Look, you weren't even four years old, and I, I recited the poem. And you were able to memorize it just from hearing me read it once. Oh, Mom thought you
2: were a genius. I don't know what you're talking about, Martha.
3: Listen. Uh, let's see now. I was built in 1920 in a time of peace as a place of plenty. Let no care or trouble enter... Uh, oh, finish it for me, Eric.
2: For love and joy are at my center.
3: <laughs> you see?
2: Well, what does that prove? I mean, that I could... That I could make up a whole thing about being back in the 20s? Ah, you could do anything. Jerry. Uh, What I mean is, with his imagination, anything is
3: possible. Yes, and, and you've... Talked about the twenties? Oh, maybe I well, have. As a writer, as a poet, would you have rather lived then or now? Oh, hey, now what kind
2: of question is that? Huh? He'd be dead now if he lived back then. He knows what kind of question it is. Whatever you say, I know where I was this morning. Yes, Jerry,
3: where you always wanted to be, back in the twenties when when it was easier to be a poet.
2: Martha, everything is relative to when you were alive. But
3: you'd rather have been alive when Hemingway was young with Fitzgerald you'd you'd want to be in Paris with Gertrude Stein and Picasso you feel that people like them would be more more apt to notice your worth than the people of today
2: well what if that's true I I... what if it's true yeah Uh, sure I mean the 20s were a more exciting time to be alive but does that mean that I could just conjure them up Real. It's real. I knew it was real. Oh, Julia.
4: Oh, now I said I could not go to that dance.
2: May I come in? Well, just. For a little while.
4: All right, but just a little while.
2: <coughs> Julia, I had to come back to you.
4: Eric, if you're going to start that kind of talk, I'll have to ask you to leave. Right now. After all.
2: After all After
4: what? all. I am an engaged girl. Oh, listen. Isn't that a swell number? Oh. I promised Dad I wouldn't use that word. What word? Swell. Dad hates slang.
2: Julia, may I ask you a question?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: What year is this? <laughs>
4: what kind of a question is that? Oh, please, Julia. Only this morning you saw the paper. What year is it? Is there a reason why you wouldn't know? Could you tell me? <sighs> it is July nineteenth, nineteen twenty-one.
2: You sure of that?
4: <laughs> Honestly, Eric.
2: <laughs> What's that? What? Don't you hear it?
4: All I hear is a train.
2: That's what I mean, the train. There hasn't been a train here and... What are you saying? That's the ODP. The ODP?
4: The Omaha, Denver and Pacific, silly. Everybody knows... Are you sure you're all right?
2: Yes. Yes, I'm sure.
4: You know, this afternoon I promise you a glass of lemonade... I think you could use some refreshment now. Excuse me.
2: I heard it. I know I heard it. Wait a minute. Hello? Hello? Uh, information, please. I can give you any information you want. Do, uh, you have a number for, uh, Mr. Jerry Carraway?
0: Oh, that child
4: something
0: fierce, but he ain't about to give a year-old baby a phone number of his own.
2: Um, do you want Oscar's number? Uh, wh- what's the number of the, uh, the, the movie theater in town?
0: Oh, why do you want to know?
2: I, I want to find out what's playing.
0: Well, ask me. I should know. There's a picture called Intolerance with just the greatest... Oh,
2: no. No. Oh,
0: what do you mean, no? I'm telling you what's
2: playing at the movie theater. I mean, uh... I mean it's wonderful That's
0: what I heard But a lot of folks say it's a little too serious Now over at Council Fox They got a funny comedy with that fatty Arbuckle Now he is a scream
2: Thank you, thank you very much
0: Anything else you want to know?
2: I promise you won't laugh
0: Well if it's funny I can't promise
2: What year is this?
0: Uh, you're a card all right
2: What year is it? Thank you. Thank you. 1921.
4: And here we have some Amy's famous lemonade. Mm. Isn't it good? Mmm. I never knew if the boys were coming over for me. (laughs) Or for the lemonade.
2: (laughs) Julia. Julia.
4: What is it?
2: I'm so happy.
4: Oh, now, just excuse me. Hello? Julia? Oh, what is it, Corjean? Julia, are you all right? Sure. Uh, why? Well,
0: some man placed a call from your home just before. Yes? And he sounded just a tiny kind of bit peculiar to me.
4: Oh, come on, Corjean. Uh, I was just, <laughs> just wondering, should I call Cor-Gene, Sheriff Gaines? Sometimes you are so silly.
0: Well, better be silly than sorry. Good
4: night. What did you say to scare Corgene?
2: Corrigine? <laughs>
4: the telephone operator.
2: <laughs> I admit, I, I sounded crazy. What did you say? I asked her what year it was.
4: Oh, why do you have to keep asking? Don't you know?
2: Julia, I could never explain it. And you could never understand.
4: Then why bother?
2: <laughs> I want to stay here, Julia. Here? Here.
4: Well, how would it look?
2: Well, we could get married. But I... You... You
4: what? There's... There's Jamie.
2: World War One has been over for three years now.
4: What'd you call it? World War I?
2: If you haven't found him in those three Why years... Why
4: did you call it World War I?
2: He has got to be dead.
4: Why did you call it World War I?
2: Because in 20 years there's going to be World War
4: II. What? You're joking? <laughs> Listen, there can't be any more wars. After all we went through, well, people aren't that stupid. <laughs>
2: Do you believe that? Well, so what
4: else can you believe?
2: <laughs> Julia, you have got to tell me. Do you love Jamie? Well,
4: I, well the, what business is that of yours?
2: I have to know.
4: We We kept company for a while, and... And when he left for France, he asked me to wait for him. And and could I... Could I say no?
2: Are you in love with him?
4: Oh, I don't, I don't know.
2: Are you in love with him?
4: Well, I... No. But I promised You that
2: can't I... make that kind of promise. You can't give him what you don't have. And what you don't have for him is love.
4: Well, how do you know?
2: Because you love me.
4: Well, what... Makes you think that, I...
2: You love me, Julia. You have to love me. Why? Because it's right. Because it makes sense. It simply has got to be. Oh, Eric. Don't waste I... time, Julia. There is so little time. People don't realize how little time they really have. Come on.
4: Where? Well... For a walk. <laughs> well, there's no place to go.
2: Oh, yes, there is. We'll go to town.
4: Well, there's nothing due anywhere. Yes, another. yes. I'll show you. <laughs> you are having so much trouble with Dad's old car.
2: I can't get used to the way these gears shift.
4: Well, here we are.
2: It's beautiful.
4: Well, nothing ever happens here. There's the drug store, and the hay and feed store, and the moving picture house, and they just took the sidewalks in for the night. <laughs> That's a local joke, Eric. <laughs> hmm. Oh, and the train. <laughs> well, it us stop at the station. Well, if somebody flags it down. <laughs> Uh-oh.
2: What's
4: the matter? Oh, it's old lady Haskins. I don't want her to see me out with a fella. it would be all over town. Take me home, Eric. <laughs> you better go Go.
2: it's late no, no, just sit by me for a while why am I thinking of a certain poem I don't know why do I see the words from too much love of living from fear and hope set free we thank with brief thanksgiving whatever gods there be That no life lives forever. That dead men rise up never. That even the weariest river winds somewhere safe to see.
4: Oh, I like that. I believe it. That no life lives forever. That dead men rise up never.
2: That even the weariest river winds
4: somewhere safe to sleep. Oh, would you write that down for me, Eric?
2: Of course, darling. Yes, of course. Me's
4: paper and a pencil. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, no.
2: That I'm no right. life lives yes. forever.
4: Hmm. Oh, Eric! Eric, I know now. I know in my heart that Jamie is. Jamie is dead and I'm glad I shouldn't have said that but, but, but you see now I know that our love which is so sweet to us will cause no one else pain
2: and even the weariest river winds somewhere safe to see. here oh
4: Eric this is the first gift you ever gave me
2: we're safe safe here is just as I dreamed it would be.
4: Oh, oh, that must be Dad calling from Washington, D.C. He's probably going to tell me about his meeting with the President. Well, I'll have more important news for him and I want you to say hello to Dad. (laughs) Hello, Daddy? Daddy? Julia? Oh, who is, who is this?
1: beautiful sounds of this beautiful world, we here introduced a new note. And we know very well it must be a note of discord. And was the poet right? Is it true that dead men rise up never? Where has Jamie come from? And where is he going? I shall have the answers when I return shortly with Act Three. Suddenly, it's 1921 for Eric Mills, who wasn't even born then. 1921, a year of innocence. And most important, peace. Not just the absence of war, but peace. And Eric Mills has somehow sought it out as a refuge from the deceptions and the dejections of the jet age. He has even found Julia, but so has Jamie julia's doughboy fiance who evidently didn't die at chateau thierry
4: Jamie? they told me you were dead they,
2: they left me for dead and for a long time i i didn't know who i was and then i remembered i remembered you and I've come home. Jamie, I've got to close. I just got off the train. Jamie, dear. I'm coming I, home, Julia. I'm coming home to you. I, no, I'll run from the station. I'll run all the
4: Please, way. Jamie, wait. You remember I've got to how
0: I can so- run all the way? I can run even faster.
4: Jamie, there is something I must tell you. There is something I must tell you. I'll see you very soon. It's Jamie. And he's alive.
2: Darling, you and I, we love each other. But...
4: Uh, that was before uh,
2: before what?
4: Before I knew Jamie was alive.
2: Our love has nothing to do with anyone but else. Jamie still believes. A lie. Oh, don't say it that way. Or how else can I say it? If you love me, then Jamie believes a lie. Oh,
4: Eric, please go. Go. No. Quickly. Why? Before I get here. No. I'm frightened.
2: Don't be. I'm, I'm frightened. here.
4: No, darling, I'm frightened. Not for me, for you.
2: Julia, there is nothing to be frightened of.
4: Yes, you don't know him the way I do.
2: It doesn't matter.
4: He's got a violent temper. He'll be bad enough to, to kill you.
2: Then well, I'll have something to say about that. Who says he can kill me?
4: Is it better if you kill him? It's better for me. Oh, Eric. Eric, I don't want you to... To what? To be hurt.
2: What can I do? I won't give you up.
4: Oh, I don't know what to do.
2: I am... Julia, you love me. I love you. We have a right to be happy.
4: And Jamie?
2: Sometimes there's only one way to say something. The only way I can say it is it's just too bad about Jamie. But
4: I don't want us to hurt him.
2: If Jamie is reasonable and sensible, why should anyone be hurt?
4: Eric, he's here. He's here. Yes, darling. I'm terribly frightened. Listen, Jamie is... uh crazy. He's always been a little bit crazy, but now... Julia! Oh, Julia, darling, I've come back home. Jamie! Hello, Jamie! Hello, ja- Jamie? Is that all you can say? Jamie, uh... Hey, who's this? Jamie Parsons. Eric Mills. Uh, who are you? He's a friend.
2: Oh, that's not exactly true. I'm more than a friend. Julia and I plan to get married. It... <coughs> You what? You heard what I said. Never mind. Never mind what you said. I want to hear what Julia says. Well? Come on now, is it true?
4: Oh, Jamie. Oh, Jamie, what? Now, is it or isn't it true? Now, Jamie, you and me, we never were really formally engaged. I I asked you to wait for me. And I, I, I... And you promised that you would. Because you were going away. Now,
2: let's get this straight. You mean... You... You mean you are throwing me over for... Listen, the,
4: why don't for... we just all sit down and talk and tell each uh, Oh, no, uh,
2: no, no. No, you're... you're you aren't going to walk out on me. Now, never. Just a minute, huh? Now, listen, I know you. You're slick and smart and smooth-talking. And you hang around while a guy is off doing something important while, while he's fighting for his country. And you, you take advantage. That's and, not the way it happened at all. Why don't we talk about this? Huh? Well, all right, All right, buddy. Now, look. I don't know who you are. But this is your lucky night. Now, you won't get hurt, provided you just... provided you just walk out of here fast. Look, I know how you feel, but she doesn't love you. She's been in love with me since we're both ten years old. Now, you tell him, Julia. Jamie, listen. Don't you see what she's trying to tell you? She doesn't love you. Julia! Julia, you
4: you can't tell me that. He is not going to have you. No. Jamie, don't. Please, please. Put that huh? pistol no, no, away. No, 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 he won't have you. He please won't.
2: don't kill him. Why not? Please. Who deserves killing Laura? Huh? Jamie, please. What do, you, what do you think kept me alive all these, those months in a hospital thinking of you? Dreaming of you? Picturing how it would be well, well, when I got back home? Well, I am home now and I know what I've got to do. I, I won't let you. Get away from him. No. Now, listen, listen, ain't that just your style, huh? No. Hiding behind a woman's skirts. I don't have to hide anywhere. Ah! Better
4: let go of that gun. I, I'm gonna kill you. Stop, let go! Stop it, both of you! Stop it! Oh. Uh, I uh. Jamie.
2: Oh, oh, is it Julian?
4: Oh, it, it is it, he. He's he's dead.
2: I didn't mean to. You saw that? I... I didn't want... Who... who are you? Eric. I'm Eric.
4: Who are you? Eric.
2: The man who loves you.
4: Oh. Oh, yeah. I need someone to love me. (laughs) I need someone to love me now. Now that Jamie's gone, what can we do about Jamie?
2: There's only one thing I can do: give myself up.
4: No, they'll put you in prison.
2: I have to pay for Jamie. I'll turn myself in.
4: No, Eric, don't leave me! Don't leave me!
2: I have to do it. Don't leave me! Wait, wait for me, Julia. Will you wait for me? Ah. I'm looking for the sheriff. Eric, Eric. now, Eric, boy, you... The sheriff, where's the sheriff? I killed a man. You didn't kill anybody. Eric. Where am I? Eric, Eric did drink this. Uh, Now, 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 what has gotten into you? I killed a man. What are you saying? Who? His name is Jamie. Jamie Parsons. We were having a fight over this girl I told you about, Julia Sanford. Eric, you have got to listen. Now, Jamie Parsons was killed... Way back in uh, 1920 or thereabouts.
3: No! Please listen, Eric. Don't tell me I'm crazy. Eric, look, we found you wandering around on
2: the road. I was looking for the sheriff. Eric, now, way back after the first war, Jamie Parsons came home. Now, he was sweet on Julia Sanford. Now, he was also crazy. Maybe it was what they call shell shock in those days. But anyway, he tried to kill her and somehow... the gun went off and killed him. No, no, I was there. No no no, I no, can... no, 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 it was too much for Julia. After her father died, she she shut herself up all alone. That big house, it just went to ruin, you know. She kind of uh, lost her marble. Oh, you're uh, talking about someone else. Now, her dad, Big Jim, was my godfather. And so we go over there regular. Now, we bring her food and we'll see that she's still alive. And let me show you.
3: No, Eric. I think the time has come for us to show you.
2: No. This can't be the place, the lawns, the gardens, flowers. It was, it was like a park. Eric, this is the Sanford place the house, it's falling apart. Now you can see that. The... But it was so beautiful just yesterday. Oh, Eric, not yesterday. Fifty years ago. But I tell you, what. Eric, dear,
3: when we meet her, smile. She gets very upset if people don't smile.
2: Yeah, the bell. The doorbell. It's the same.
4: Oh, who is it?
2: Morning, Miss Jr.
4: Who who are you? Uh, It's
2: Jerry. You remember me, Miss Julie? I'm Jerry. Oscar Caraway's boy.
4: Oh, Jerry. How's your dad?
2: Just fine, Miss Julie, just
4: fine. My dad is still in Washington. Uh I expect him home any time. But the president keeps him there. Oh, come in. Come in.
2: me, uh... Uh, Martha's here, too.
4: Well, I am so glad. How are you, Martha? Just fine, Miss Julia.
3: And we brought a guest.
4: Oh, you know I don't like to meet strangers unless I have a chance to dress up first. Martha, you should have told
2: me. But he's not a stranger. Now, he's Ken. That's Martha's baby brother.
3: Oh, well, that's different. His name is Eric. Well, how do
4: you do, Eric.
2: How d- do you do, Miss Julia?
4: Amy? Amy, please bring a pitch of lemonade and four glasses.
3: Eric, Amy's been dead 50 years.
4: Eric, Eric, Eric. Now, I knew an Eric once, a sweet boy, was home from the war.
2: Uh, you mean uh, Jamie?
4: No, 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 no. Her name was Eric. We were in love. <laughs> In love, he didn't stay long.
0: You all right,
2: Miss Julia? I mean, is there anything you need?
4: He, I wrote down a poem for me. I look at it every day, every day. Read it, read it, Eric. It is so beautiful. Be careful, that paper is old and falling apart, (laughs) just like me and the ink has faded. I, uh, Can you read it?
2: From too much love of living, from hope and fear set free, we thank with brief thanksgiving whatever gods there be that no life lives forever, that dead men rise up Never. never. But Uh, even the weariest river river. winds somewhere safe to to see.
1: La vida es sueño. Life is a dream, as the Spanish poet said. And even dreams are dreams. In that case, when are we dreaming? When are we awake? If we can't tell for sure who we are, how can we possibly know who we were? But whether here or in a dream, I, at least, shall be back shortly. Well, to complete our expedition into poetry... The greatest poet of them all said All the world's a stage And all of us are players And so this raises the logical question Are we a permanent cast? Do we keep coming back to play the roles For which we are best suited? Have we led these lives before? Well, you just listen to us again And for an hour anyhow You'll be able to lead a brand new life Our cast included Tony Roberts, Bryna Rayburn, Marion Seldes, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.